It's just a phase, right? How many times have you convinced yourself that your teen's depression, anxiety, anger, and trouble at home or school, or signs of autism, are something that will pass, or something that will go away by itself? When you're ready for help, get your teen back on track at Mary Dell Achievement Center, giving your teen the best chance possible. Mary Dell helps the whole family with results that last. Most insurances and TRICARE are accepted. Visit MaryDell.com today. That's M-E-R-I-D-E-L-L.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. I have a question... Shh, be respectful of me. You can act like a man! He's colossal, stupendous. One might even go so far as to say he's mediocre. I guess I should salute you with a worthy adversary and all that, but the truth is, I really did hate your guts. The Self Storm Podcast. Well, by now you've probably heard that the price tag for the Ken Paxton impeachment has been released. And folks, I don't think this is all of it. I think I think we might see more money being discovered that was paid out. And where this money went is really ticking a lot of people off, and, and justly so. Let me read from the Texas scorecard Brandon Walton's in this first article. Paxton impeachment cost taxpayers over $4.3 million dollars. By the way, one of the predicates used in this for this impeachment was that Ken Paxton had to settle with individuals that we've come to know as the co-conspirators. They were called whistleblowers, but after their testimony, they had to change their testimony from what they told the House impeachment officials, for lack of a better term. They changed the story from what was put down as justification for the impeachment when they were under oath. And in front of the United States Senate, their testimony changed. So if they had gone with the testimony when they were talking to the House to justify the impeachment, if they had said what they said in front of the Senate, there never would have been an impeachment because far too many so-called Republicans would have said there's just no there there. They don't have anything. So uh, I'll read from the article here and give you guys the gist The impeachment of Attorney General Ken Paxton cost Texas taxpayers over $4.3 million, with some expenses still outstanding. That's why I say it's going to be much more expensive. This is according to a report from the Democrat Morning News, who received records from the Texas House revealing a team of over 24 lawyers billed the House more than 7,800 hours of work related to the trial. How much do you want to bet the lion's share of those lawyers were leftists, Democrats, that Dade Phelan and his pro-Democrat Republicans wanted to feed a whole bunch of Texas taxpayers' money made up of a majority of Republican-slash-conservative taxpayers. So, the House hired prominent Houston attorneys Dick 
DeGurian and Rusty Harden, left-wingers, to lead the prosecution at a cost of $500 an hour to taxpayers, along with a group of other lawyers providing legal assistance. Now, this isn't this isn't the worst part of it. What about what about the expenses paid out to a PR firm? This is also from Brandon Walton's of the Texas Scorecard put out on uh, Friday, the 15th. Lawmakers demand answers after House paid PR firm impacts and impeachment. The group noted that the majority of the services were provided while a gag order was issued on the House and Senate or after the trial. So, wait a minute. After the trial? You mean after he was acquitted, they still tried to use Texas taxpayer money to to basically poison the well, to basically say it was a sham. You know, you guys have been hearing about all these donations that have been made before and and after the impeachment. How much do you want to bet that Texas taxpayer money fueled that narrative over news? Lawmakers in the Texas House are questioning the use of public relations firms surrounding the House's impeachment of Attorney General Ken Paxton earlier this year. Newly released records reveal that the House General Investigating Committee gave $32,000 to New West Communications, a group that specializes in media relations, crisis communications, strategy, and audience identification, and message development and deployment. The payments were made from June through October before and after the trial. Conservative representatives Brian Harrison, Nate Schatzline, Steve Toth, and Tony Genderholt asking for answers in a letter to Andrew Murr, who, by the way, is resigning. He is, uh, no, well, not resigning. He's not going to be running for re-election because he is now a pariah because conservatives know that he is among these pro-Democrat Republicans, these Dade-feeling Republicans who have stabbed their voters in the back in service to socialists. The monthly budget during session for a member's entire House office, including rent and all staff members, is $19,250. Yet the GI Committee appears to have forced taxpayers to spend almost twice that amount purely on public affairs to shape the narrative regarding the failed impeachment of Attorney General Ken Paxton. The letter partially reads, I, Folks, this stinks to high heaven, and that means to me that there needs to be a house cleaning in the Texas House, starting with the failed speaker, the pro-Democrat speaker, who was chosen by Democrats, and all of his lieutenants who prize kissing his rear end over maintaining fidelity to their voters. Much more on this coming up on the Salcedo Storm podcast. And now a word from our sponsor. Does the state of the economy have your head spinning? Let American Medical Plans relieve one burden, health insurance. American Medical Plans specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays and no deductibles. You choose your doctors, you choose your hospitals. These plans have nothing to do with your income and are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If you're paying too much for your own health insurance, call American Medical Plans. You deserve better. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you, not the government. A liberty-loving American takes on Washington, Hollywood, and the whole media establishment. He's Chris Salcedo. Join his fight. Tune in to The Chris Salcedo Show 
every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. Tucker Carlson's getting a wake-up call with his experience with Fox News. I've had a couple. When DirecTV stopped carrying Newsmax, I said to myself, Self, why am I funding AT&T, DirecTV's parent company? So I made the switch to Patriot Mobile. I thought it was silly to send my money to those who were actively hurting me. I was also taught a very valuable lesson about independence, the foundational principles of the United States of America. And Patriot Mobile backs those values too. Faith, freedom, prosperity. When you make the switch at PatriotMobile.com storm, you're supporting your values. You're supporting a company that gives millions of dollars to the causes that you and I support. And you're also helping your liberty-loving Latino's voice stay free and independent. You'll also get an industry-leading coverage guarantee and discounts for multi-line users, veterans, first responders, active military. Why fund the woke one day longer? Switch to Patriot Mobile. Call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Or just go to PatriotMobile.com storm. Use my promo code STORM to get free activation. Make the switch to Patriot Mobile. Do you ever wonder what it would be like to trust that where you get your news is accurate and pro-citizen? Well, Texas Scorecard has you covered. We give you real news for real Texans. Go to texasscorecard.com today. Folks, join now by Brent Money, Texan to the core, he says. A sixth-generation resident of Hunt County, husband and a father, attorney, businessman. He is running for House District 2. Mr. Money, welcome. Thank you for having me on. Pleasure's all mine. So let's, first off, you're running in House District 2. I'm, I'm assuming you are running against one of Dade Phelan's pro-Democrat Republican lieutenants. Uh, it seems so, yes. Uh, we have a, a lady that uh, her sign says conservative, but her her campaign finance report says Dade Phelan stooge. And so that's what we're up against. Well, that the last thing we want or need inside of the Texas State House is another Dade Phelan stooge. And so let's let's talk about this because I'm I am doing my best with some some conservative bow weevils inside of the Texas House to get rid of this dynamic that has been plaguing the Republican Party and plaguing Texas, frankly, since something called the Gang of Eleven transpired back when Craddock was deposed and Joe Strauss was placed in. And here's how it goes. The Democrats choose the Republican speaker that they can live with. They get a list of demands and every Democrat votes for that speaker. And then all the speaker has to do is pick off a few weak need Republicans. And then everybody else is told to vote with the speaker or their bills don't reach the floor. That's the blackmail that's been transpiring, you know, since back in the, in the uh, since this gang of 11 boondoggle took place. So, Tell me, what is your opinion of the way things are done right now? Yeah, this is, uh, you, you outlined it very well, and I've been uh, aware of and somewhat involved in this fight since it happened. I was, I was friends with Representative Dan Flynn back in, uh, in the early 2000s when he was elected. Tom Craddock was the speaker. And I remember when Joe Strauss took over, and at that time, um, you know, Dan Flynn is the one that taught me uh, exactly what you just explained uh, to the audience that that the the Democrats had chosen a speaker, and uh, and and so you know at at the state Republican convention that year we fought that issue we tried to uh, to get some rules passed, um, and and what whatever we have done year after year at the state convention we've we've done secret ballot we've done. Hey, the, the Republican caucus has to vote in a block. We've tried a lot of different things and, and none of it seems to work. 
And uh, so I think that what is working right now is that the voters are waking up to what's going on. And they're, they're looking back at 20 years of Republican rule and saying, why do we not have our Republican legislative priorities passed? Why does it take two legislative sessions in order to stop castrating children? Why, does it t- why do we not have property tax relief? Why is the border not secure? And, and the grassroots are waking up to this problem and saying, okay, well, then we're going to vote out the people who are enabling this. Right. And you know what? Uh, Charlie Guerin is the last serving member of the House who was part of this gang of 11. Everybody else basically felt the sting of the voters. But I think by and large, because I don't know if this is willful ignorance or people who are in on the game who don't want the game to stop, because I get a lot of these on social media who claim, well, uh, this, this guy, Dade Phelan, he got 80 votes. He was the overwhelming favorite. Do you think these people who are online really know the game and they're just trying to muddy the waters, or do you think they're just that stupid? I think it's a combination. I think there are people that just don't understand how it works. I think there's fewer of those people than there used to be, um, but I think there's some of that. And then the, the members of the House who are a part of this uh, charade are are adding to the confusion intentionally. And and even though Charlie Guerin's the only one left, there's been others that have taken that place. There's always this gang of 11 or 12 or 13 or 10 or however many it is that they need to usurp the will of the, of the Republican voters and, and really the voters of the state of Texas who continue to elect Republicans and then um, the Democrats just take charge. Right, right. And according to the Texas scorecard, they did an analysis of these people that you and I are talking about. And they came up with their their dirty baker's dozen because it includes the speaker because it's 13 of them. And in, right. in, in their documentary, I don't know if you've seen it. It's called The Great Texas Heist. Texas Heist. Yes. Yes. And you, so what did you think of that film? Oh, I, I think it was I think it was fantastic. I think it's one of the things that has, uh, along with the Paxton impeachment, that have awakened the, the grassroots even more and kind of red pilled more people because it's right there. If, if your listeners haven't watched it, it's, it's only about 35 minutes. It's an easy watch. Um, It's fascinating. Um, But, but we, it really outlines um, how this came to be and how, and how they maintain that control. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Brent money is our guest right now, folks. He's running in house district two in the gray state of Texas to, to stop the advancement of Dade Phelan lieutenants uh, and, to, and to reverse. And I've, I've believed this, Mr. Money, for a long time. Attacking Dade Phelan straight on is, is probably a moot point because I think his own district is going to deal with him if the polling coming out of there is, is correct. It's this system. It's, it's, his, it's the lieutenants of an individual who is chosen by Democrats that give him or her that power. Let me go over the dirty dozen, the dirty baker's dozen from the Texas scorecard. Charlie Guerin already mentioned him. Glenn Rogers, J.C. Jetton, Todd Hunter, Ken King, Jeff Leach, Craig Goldman, Dustin Burroughs, Justin Holland, Andrew Murr, who is who is not even going to face his voters. He's going to uh, he he knows he'll lose. So he's bowing out already. And Stephanie Click. And I don't know if I got Lynn Stuckey in there, but I'm going to put it if I did, I'm going to get him in there twice. Uh, because he deserves it. So you've got that list. And I say, 
a more comprehensive list for a voter guide would be every one of those Republicans who voted for, uh, voted against uh, parental school choice and education freedom in alignment with socialists. If, right. if I was going to say which, which list you would prefer as a voter guide, which one would you like? Um, I think, I, I mean, to me, school choice is my number one issue uh, and has been really uh, going back more than a decade. I think it's the, it's the issue uh, putting parents back in charge of the education and discipleship of their children is paramount to us being the kind of country we need to be. But I think if you're looking at a voter guide, um, you want to look at, at two votes in particular. One is the school choice vote. One is the Paxton impeachment vote. And then, and then if you want to, if you have a chance to talk with your representative, ask them directly, do you, do you support Dade Phelan as Speaker of the House? Will you vote for him? And if they give you anything other than an unqualified, no, I will not vote for him, then that's not your guy. Um, the, the, the dirty 11 there, or, or I'm mean, sorry, the d- dirty baker's dozen that you gave, many of them have endorsed my opponent in this race. Um, when she was asked about Democrat chairs in two different debates, she punted on the answer. When she was asked about Dave Phelan, immediately after I laid out all of the conservative priorities that had been thwarted by him and his lieutenants, she basically answered, "He, I've talked with lots of legislators, and he seems like a nice guy, and he didn't tell them how to vote. And that's not the game. The game is not him telling them how to vote, except for on that impeachment. The game is him preventing them from voting on conservative priorities that would pass if it got to the House floor. That's the game. Right. It's bogging things down in committees so that the House does not ever vote on border security, school choice, um, you know, all, all of these issues that are so important to us as Republican voters. Right. Denying foreign enemies the right to buy land in the state of Texas, to spy on our people, compromise our food supply, and spy on our military installations. These so-called Republicans Absolutely. killed a bill like that. Now, you brought up, you brought up Democrat chairs. So, so let's talk about that with Brent Money. He is running in House District 2, folks. He wants to, to be a conservative, not be a Dade Phelan lieutenant. So let's talk about Democrat chairs. Dade Phelan claims that it's Texas tradition that the, uh, the members of the majority party put in place into powerful positions to kill the opposite party's legislation, uh, the, the minority party. Now, he's lying when he says that because it's only been done since the 1970s. And the justification that these fake Republicans use for it is that the Democrat dominated legislature at the time put one Republican, one Republican in charge of one committee. And that's how these people justify it. Now, let me ask you about the Democrat Socialist Party as it is today. I think you and I would agree it is the most anti-American, the most left wing, the most extreme version of the Democrat Socialist Party this country has ever been cursed with, including it is home to the most virulent strain of anti-Semitism that exists. And this is not me saying it. This is Democrat, longtime Democrats saying it. Yet Dade Phelan sees that extremism and says, 
I've got to make that party uh, give them power in committee chairmanships they didn't earn at the ballot box. Isn't that fundamentally wrong? It is fundamentally wrong. Uh, in, in one of our debates, I, I pointed out this farce of it being a, a tradition and said, you know, it's been a, tra- a tradition in Texas not to castrate our children. It's a tradition in Texas not to provide aid and comfort to Hamas. But instead, we have Democrat chairs. We put them in charge uh, and then complain and aw shucks when we can't get our stuff done. Um, tradition uh, I'm not saying that there's no place in this world for tradition, but that should not ever trump good policymaking. The, the, the job of the Texas legislature is to pass policies in accordance with the will of the voters of the state of Texas. And the voters of the state of Texas for two decades now have put Republicans in charge of government and Republicans in the house have put Democrats in charge of deciding which legislation gets to the floor or doesn't for a vote. That is, um, you, you can't say anything other than it's corrupt. Yeah, and a stab in the back. And and those who are in the majority in the state of Texas, and, and frankly, when it comes to the school choice issue, the majority of Texas voters want that. But Dade Phelan has allowed Democrats and pro-Democrat Republicans to, to govern against the will of the people of Texas. It's a betrayal. And that's what this type of corrupt governance is. And it, and it must stop. So I'm sure you've been asking around, Brent, about what, what can the Republican caucus do to make sure that it is the Republican caucus and only the Republican majority that is choosing the next Speaker of the House? What do you think... Uh, is is the most effective way to accomplish that is that just defeating every pro-democrat republican in the primary it, it absolutely starts there um it we can blame dave Phelan, and i don't know the guy i've never met him um so it's not about dave Phelan because we're now three speakers in to this system of betrayal and corruption like you talked about and if all we do is is get him out of office then we're going to have another guy that we may not really know his name right now or her name right now, but they're going to be in the same system. We have to upend the system. And that is the fault of the legislators who vote on the speaker, but it's also the fault of the voters who continue to vote for those legislators. Mm -hmm. And so we have to say to our legislators, Hey, I know you're pro-life. Thank you. You know, I know that you voted to get porn out of schools. That's great. But we need to know where you stand on electing a Speaker of the House. Are you going to elect a conservative Speaker of the House? Are you willing to stand up and publicly reject the Democrats' choice, even if it means it costs you your committee choice or your committee chairmanship? Are you willing to stand? And, and the, the issue is we have so many cowards who would rather put Democrats in charge than then have the risk of losing their little bit of power. And the only way to scare those people is to say, if you're afraid of losing a little bit of your power from the speaker, you're going to lose all of it from the voters. Amen to that. Voters are sending you there to get things done. We need voters to be engaged on this issue. By now, uh, by the way, Brent Money is our guest. He is uh, running in District 2 to uh, stop the advancement of 
of pro-Democrat Republicans to get rid of them, to to expunge them from the alleged conservative party and and make sure the conservative priorities are guiding the Republican Party from this point forward. So have you've probably heard this from other individuals who have gone up to Austin. It's called the talk. And various members of these yeah. pro-Democrat Republicans give the talk. And the talk goes something like this, Mr. Money. Uh, and I will play the part of, uh, just pick one of these shrubs, Dustin Burroughs. I'll play the part of Dustin Burroughs. And, and let's say you win. And he brings you up and he sits you down and there's a couple of these other pro-Democrat Republicans in there. And they say, you know what, Brent, congratulations on your election win. But I want you to forget all your promises you made to your constituents. That, that stuff up here no longer matters. You're part of a fraternity now. You're not part of a legislature that's deciding the, the, the lives of 29 million Texans. No, 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 no. You're part of a fraternity. So you can't go on Chris Salcedo's podcast or his shows anymore and talk down Democrats because they are with us. We are with them. We're all part of the same fraternity. Uh, now, Democrats will be able to call you Nazi and and every other name in the book they can all day long and we'll enable Democrats to kill all of your legislation except for one or two. But you cannot fight back because you're part of the fraternity now. What will your response be, Brent Money? Yeah, and I think um, that that is I've had several legislators tell me about the talk and what comes with that. Um and I think the answer is my, my, my first fidelity is not to the, the, my legislative members. In fact, not my second. My first fidelity is to God and for what he has called me to do and to accomplish with whatever um, he gives me in this life and in this world. And so I have to, I have to live with that conscience um, of, of doing what I think is right. Second, it's to the voters uh, of House District 2 and what they've elected me to do. Now, where I can comply with that is I don't think that we necessarily have to, um, and, and I think that we should be careful attacking the personalities or person or character of individuals. However, when you expose the facts and shine them in the light of day, the facts will indict them themselves. And so uh, I'm not going to allow someone to hold on, to, hold on to a bill that needs to pass because it's a Texas, it's a legislative priority of, this, of the Republican Party, or it's just the right thing to do for my district or for the state of Texas, and go, oh shucks, I can't call out that that chairman for holding on to that bill. Um, I can stand up and say this bill is not getting passed because this chairman is not allowing it to pass. That's not attacking that person's that person personally, but it is letting the voters know where it's stuck, and the voters have a right to know where it's stuck. and um, And if they want to tell me that that is not playing fair or not being in the fraternity, then so be it. I'm not going down there to make friends. I've got tons of friends right here in House District Two, and I'm going down there uh, to represent them and and. Um, and, and what I believe is right. Well, 
you know what? This is why you're the statesman and this is why you're running for office because my answer would be screw you if I got that talk from, <laughs> from Dustin Burroughs. But see, this is why this is why you're probably the superior choice uh, there in uh, House, I don't know about that. House District 2. Uh, Brent Money is his name, everybody. He is a Texan to the core, sixth generation resident of Hunt County. If folks want to support what you are doing, Brent, and your efforts to to rid the Texas legislature of uh, one one more of these pro-Democrat Republicans, where can they go to support you? Um, so my website is brentmoney.com. The runoff election is January 30th with early voting from January 22nd to 26th. So I, my election happens about one month before uh, all of the primary elections across the state of Texas. It's an important election for conservatives to win. I have run as the kind of guy that you've just heard right now, and she has run as a pro-Dade Phelan moderate. We have to win this race, and winning this race will send uh, a message to all of the other incumbents, to the lobby, to the people in the Austin swamp, that conservatives are fed up. This is the canary in the coal mine. We need to win it. Amen to that. Brent Money, it was great meeting you, man. I know you and I were uh, introduced at a recent event with Texas Scorecard, and it was a pleasure meeting you then. And great to have you here on the Salcedo Storm Podcast. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it, and invite me back anytime. As I've often said, folks, you've got to start investing in, in a methodology for getting out there and voting. There are all kinds of ways to, to create a, a voting guide, if you will. There are a couple of measures I've been using and giving to demonstrate to my audience these types of, of voter guides. If you think it's wise for the United States of America to stand against our enemies, then you would really prize a bill that was authored by Lois Kolkhorst that denied the ability of America's enemies to buy land in Texas. And that bill was defeated in the Texas House by Dade Phelan, Dustin Burroughs, and Todd Hunter. So there's your voter guide. Now, if you believe in uh, promoting America's enemies and giving them a foothold in the United States to harm us, then you would vote in favor of those people. If you don't favor that kind of thing, you would vote against them. The same thing with the Dirty Dozen, the Baker's Dozen, identified by the Texas scorecard. The same thing for the 21 so-called Republicans who voted against parental school choice and education freedom. Let that be your voter guide, whichever side of the ledger you happen to be on. That's going to do it, everybody, for this edition of the Salcedo Storm Podcast. Do me and yourself a favor. Two websites, Texas Scorecard, visit there, and that's where you're going to keep track of all of these races, the upcoming primaries, which are going to be crucial to the future of Texas. All pro-Democrat Republicans must be defeated, all of them. Also pay a visit to the Chris Salcedo Show's presence online and that's uh, chrissalcedo.com you can find all the information about the shows on morning talk radio on ksev and getter and rumble and newsmax 2 and on television in the afternoon on newsmax 1 4 o'clock until 5 eastern till we visit again my friends remember this a society's worth isn't measured by how much power is stolen by government it is measured by how much power is reserved for you and me we the people stay safe out there my friends it's just a phase right 
How many times have you convinced yourself that your teen's depression, anxiety, anger, and trouble at home or school, or signs of autism, are something that will pass, or something that will go away by itself? When you're ready for help, get your teen back on track at Mary Dell Achievement Center. Giving your teen the best chance possible, Mary Dell helps the whole family with results that last. Most insurances and TRICARE are accepted. Visit MaryDell.com today. That's M-E-R-I-D-E-L-L.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.